0: No, sir. No, sir.
1: We all went to the time and time show that we uh, plugged a little bit there at the end of the last podcast. It was fucking awesome. They did things a little bit differently. Uh, Calvin had her back, so they kind of did this whole little drum ensemble between everybody and it really got my heart
0: racing. It was awesome.
1: I thought it was sweet. And I'm being a drummer. I'm kind of into that sort of thing. So it got the blood flowing.
0: Uh, Definitely. It was awesome. We definitely had a treat there also. Oh, God. Here we go. There was a treat.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, should we even talk about it, or should we just? Oh, we
0: should definitely address it. because Can,
2: can you really put it into words, though? I
0: mean... well, should we wait for our? I can sum it up. Segment.
1: Well, this is this is a prelude to a segment which we're having later <laughs> called the Hippies and Hobos.
2: I can I can sum it up right
1: now. Go for it. Patchouli. Patchouli. <laughs> Patchouli. I think hey. face paint. Would also be <laughs> one.
2: Yeah, I didn't realize that we were watching a a, a screen su- a screenshot of a uh, Braveheart, but you know that
1: was cool. It had some uh, sweet uh, ukulele. Oh yeah, my awesome, god! Dude. Right? And like,
0: a, wasn't it like a midget drum set in there too? Didn't the kid keep playing? Yeah, all? it was like
1: a miniature drum set, which it was a, a piece of shit quality drum set, anyways. But I guess that's
0: their thing. And it's like that's it wasn't what going for. it wasn't rhythmed or anything. It was just like the most random. Yeah, and uh, Fro come up to me, actually. He's like, did you smell them, people? I was like, no. He's like, they are disgusting. He's like, obviously, they live out of their van. They, they haven't showered in weeks. And I was like, oh, my God. I didn't smell them, but I just I didn't know if anybody else did because he kept talking about how bad they did. Yeah.
1: As much as I love Time and Time, I'm going to have to say that my favorite part of that show was uh, the Tourette's guy.
0: Oh, coming out of the show. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. There's a guy
1: who sounded exactly like the Tourette's guy. He, on his way into the show, he's like, Oh, shit. I missed a show. Ah, oh, shit. He walks in and sees another band play. He's like, oh, okay.
0: And then he he, comes. he looked like him, too. He yeah, did he, look exactly really like him. Really simulate. Who's the foot a tuba? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make him out. That's tit dirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who wrinkled my Randy Travis poster?
0: <laughs> oh shit.
1: He, but he, he walks out and goes,
0: Oh, shit, what the hell is that? I've had enough. I've had enough. It was the most epic thing. He,
1: he wasn't even in there for 10 minutes <laughs> of this other band playing you know, <laughs> Little Teeth. I assume he liked it then.
0: Yeah, that's, that's their name, yes. their Little Teeth. And you know what? You know, Since they're like a, the, the hippies or whatever, you know where they're from? California. San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, that explains everything.
1: Check out the videos on these guys on YouTube. It, that pretty much sums everything up. We want to uh, name drop another show or another band, I should say, Crush It to Death. We talked about them on an earlier podcast. He had a Crush It to Death on Facebook. Aside of that, we've got Tom Hanks next week. Um, Seth Rogen after that. Yeah.
0: Lady Gaga. Right. Oh, I'm excited for that one.
2: <laughs> and then Lady Gaga's brother, Gary Gaga.
0: <laughs> did you guys... Uh, I told you about this, Bear, but did you hear about Lady Gaga admitting that she has a penis in the British magazine? No. Yeah. I think it was a sarcasm thing I know, but still... After you actually read the
1: article. But she's got, like, fucking... Like, Edward Scissorhands on. Like, he, didn't she have some kind of, like, blade shards on her fingers Dude, the bitch kind? is
0: fucking crazy. She wore fucking raw meat to the VMAs.
1: Well, and she was doing a crotch drab she, on That was the first
2: me. person to do that, though, I mean.
1: Who else did that? Uh, what the fuck is that crazy bastard in the 70s, 70s and 80s? Uh, that wore meat? Oh, oh,
2: yeah. Fuck, what the hell is his name? That's probably the first time I don't
1: know. I can't, I can't think of his name right now, but uh, he was in a shitty punk band. And uh, at Johnny his funeral. Rocken? No, but that's <laughs> oh. that, that's very close. Um shit, man. I can't his name is drawing the blank punk right band? now. Are you kidding? No, no, no. There's know. no Never. such thing as a Never. shitty punk band. No. Never. But uh G, G. Allen, that's it. Fuck <laughs> 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 Yes. We could go on about Gigi Allen for a long ass time.
2: We were shit-talking him yesterday. If you
1: don't know Gigi Allen. um, Dumb as shit. Yes, dumb as shit. Just controversial to be controversial. He's been on fucking, like, whenever Geraldo first came out, Mm. he was on fucking Geraldo. That's one of the best interviews that I've ever seen. All these Christian parents would get up and yelling at him and shit, and he's, like, telling them, like, fuck you, Jesus, and everything (laughs) else. He's going going nuts on him, man. (laughs) you got to check it out. And then uh, at his actual funeral, uh, people shat on him. Threw shit at him. I mean, he wanted people to do whatever they wanted to. He was an open casket funeral. And he OD'd. So he, like, he had this massive like, bad discoloration and shit. And he kept threatening to kill himself. Which, the ironic part of this, all of this, is the fact that he just died from doing too many drugs. <laughs> but not on purpose. But he kept promising everybody, this date I'm going to kill myself. And then he would be like, I'm not going to do it because that's what you want me to do. Sounds like my role model. It is your role model, <laughs> actually. Also... We alluded to it earlier. We're going to go ahead and talk about our hippies and hobos. And then after that, we're going to talk about all these ridiculous uh, made-for-TV products like uh, the Shake Weight and Snuggies. We've got a few rants on those. Get strong.
0: Them. Shaking some dick.
1: This is Barrett from the ATI Podcast. Each week, Josh and I discuss current events, pop culture, music, TV, movies, politics, sports, Nothing is out of bounds. You can also tune in to learn about rising artists, small businesses, whether it's music, graphic design, filmmaking, or even a brick and mortar mom and pop shop. We'll be spotlighting folks and their endeavors. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Amazon music, anchor, or anywhere you enjoy your podcast. Just search ATI podcast we would like to thank you for your continued support and as always please stay safe out there lately i've been calling josh and been making some <laughs> dwayne movie. johnson dwayne johnson jokes uh, on haytel which is nap for what the fuck, fuck is haytel in. haytel is like push to talk son wait wait isn't haytel that place where they had the
2: earthquake <laughs> and Pat Robertson's like, God said all those people stupid, stupid, and you all gonna die because you son, you made a deal with the devil. And Wyclef John ran for president and of Haiti, and then he punched. Yeah, <laughs> did he like really? Because yeah. he migrated from there, and then he was like, Wyclef
1: I'll be going to November. Was that? <laughs> and then that Sean guy? Penn called him out on not doing anything, and he was like, Damn it, Bobby! Oh, God damn it, Bobby! Oh. <laughs> wish we had a sound clip. You look pretty, Peg. <laughs> I don't know those those voices those impersonations propane, are pretty propane good. Propane accessories. I'll tell you what
0: Hank Hill hates, and that's hobos and hippies. Oh, hippies! Damn
2: it, Luann, put on some clothes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I am kind of disgusted with hippies after that Time and Time show. Man. Oh, I love hippies.
2: Hey, can I tell you guys? Are we, we're going right. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, I'm gonna You're tell good. you guys a really quick story about hippies. <clears throat> so one time I was dating this girl, right? And was she a hippie? No, she wasn't. Okay, but. She wasn't the most faithful girl, right? So she oh. went with some friends to... Is uh, this a real story? Yeah, it's a real story. She went with some friends and uh, went and saw some rainbow people. And have got fucked by every hippie there.
0: Ooh. Oh,
2: my God, dude. That's depressing. Dude, No, yeah. <laughs> so I have a special place in my heart for the hatred of hippies. Because, you know, like, I, you know, I've, I've got a hippie stank on me. Yeah. It'll never come off. Yeah. That's probably why so many hippies are like, you're cool. And it's like, um, no, <laughs> I just, you know, got enough of you guys balls sweat on me. I can't ever get it off. <laughs> God Damn <laughs> it. Nice Here's a story about hobos. So I lived in Nashville for like a year. Right. And there's this thing called the pedestrian bridge. It's awesome. It's where all the hobos migrate.
1: They kind of live under it.
2: Yeah. Because it's this big, big bridge and it's, you yeah. know, it's pedestrian bridge. It just goes over this, this rut. There's nothing there. I mean, it's just ground. So, just like in movies where, like, you know, you go to the shitty part of town and you like, 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 a whole communion of hobos. Yeah. So it's just like that, except it's also where the hookers are at.
1: So, oh. and hobos or, and hookers.
2: Yeah. So, it's great. It's a twofer. Yeah. So, you can go and fuck with a hobo and get a $25 blowjob
1: or fuck a hobo hicker.
2: Not that I've ever bought a hooker. <laughs> But I have leased one, (laughs) and here's the thing:
1: you are running the hot pants business, rent owned. Yeah, hot guys. You don't want to. You don't want
2: to own those. those. (laughs) They ride them hard and put them up wet down there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! It's something. It's something. My point is this: pedestrian bridge. If you're ever in Nashville, Tennessee, pedestrian bridge can't miss it. That's where you can get the cheap tail.
1: All
0: right.
2: Yeah, and hear old war stories about guys who aren't old enough to be in Vietnam. We am
0: gonna have to check that <laughs> out. Now
2: <laughs> I'ma tell you something: something to goddamn shooting, shooting at Charlie, and it's like, dude, you're like 35 years old. <laughs> <laughs> you're barely barely old enough to maybe be in the Gulf War.
1: You fucking traveled back in time, man.
2: Son of a bitch,
1: Hobos, hobos are the secret to time travel.
2: They have to be if you put enough of them in a fucking quantum leap accelerator. <laughs> they also know vanish. a lot about the fourth dimension. Well, ask Rudy, Giul- Rudy Giuliani, man. That's how he saved the country. <laughs> Talking where about did all homeless people. Where'd the in New York go? Where'd hey, they
0: go? Have you guys ever watched bum fights? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Did you see the one where they took uh, the guy and uh, tied him to the tree and then put a Big Mac on one side of him and a crack rock on the other? No. What dude. What did you go for? That's nuts. You, you, you tell me what you think you went for. The crack rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, dude. His me- name is Bling Bling. <laughs>
2: McDonald's is gross, so yeah. He could, he could always come back to the Big Mac like any year and eat it. And well, he, he could, could just go to
0: the dumpster and find him. Yeah. All those Now, how to it been a
2: bit of mcrib?
0: <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh, suckers! Ooh. Womanizer, woman, woman, woman. Aside
1: of Cato's <laughs> relevance uh, from it, from experience with hobos and hippies, also recently I was a part of a fake or a Facebook exchange with um, some a hippie in support of hobos, what? which um, is really a clusterfuck. How can of you support contradiction? Hoboism. It's, well, it was a, um, excuse me, it's a a sympathy for hobos, which Mm -hmm. I understand that some, sometimes there's extenuating circumstances, but whenever these guys on average in New York, I saw the study on this, panhandlers in New York make $14 an hour on average. So Mm -hmm. you're telling me that there's people out there that actually make, to make that average, there has to be people that make over $14 an hour. Oh, yeah. That's more fucking money than probably 80% of the jobs in this area. Yeah. An hour. More money well, than I make.
2: What? The minimum wage in New York's not even $14 an hour. Right. So they're making more than the minimum wage in that state, in that city, than people that are, you know, having to go work at fucking McDonald's and pay and fucking work mortgages than gonna work and their entire life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that, to me, is very disgusting. And there's
2: no overhead, too. I mean, you got to think. I mean, these guys... They aren't
1: paying fucking taxes or rent. They're
2: they're drinking it. They're smoking it. They're doing whatever they're doing with it. I mean, I'm sure they're not sitting back in a high-interest IRA, you know? Right. Show me a hobo that's doing that, and good fucking job. (laughs) Way to cut out the fucking middleman. Who needs a fucking shower? I got an IRA. Borrow (laughs) against it. Yeah. That's something. I think I'm going to quit my job tomorrow. (laughs) I'm moving You're to the to big city, yeah. I'm moving to That's New York. That's the answer. I got friends. I got friends in New York. Maybe they'll give me some panhandling
1: money. But uh, there's a lot there's a lot of homeless people that uh, panhandle up at the Del Mar Loop here in mm-hmm. St. Louis. Oh, you know, it's yeah. kind of a, a hot spot. I've been up there a lot recently going to shows and stuff or you know going to Cicero's. I love the pizza there. at Cicero's. It's
2: also the only place you can buy good crack rock.
1: That is true. The alleyway behind Cicero's, between Mm -hmm. Cicero's and Jimmy John's. Yep. That's where you can get the the best.
2: Anywhere (laughs) you you can get Fitz's root beer on tap, you can get Crack Rock. That's (laughs) pretty much how that works. Everybody knows that.
1: Um, I got a a little bit of a story about a a hobo. Well, two stories. Uh, The first time that I actually experienced a hobo up there, uh, I did feel sorry for him and give him money. Uh, the guy that I was with at the time, you know, made a joke, you know, and I didn't really think about it. You know, I was a little bit sheltered, so I didn't really, I really didn't draw these conclusions at the time, but uh, I gave him a couple dollars or whatever, and I was like right across, he was right across from church's chicken or whatever, and he's like, oh, I need food, you know, and I'm like, That's all right, racist. man, that was not racist. Yeah, I didn't identify as to whether or not he was black or white, but he wasn't white. Well, you know, Josh, <laughs> I'll say that. He was, so I gave him a couple dollars, and as soon as we went in there, he's he goes, no, you know that you know that he's not going to go get food with that money. And I'm like, why not? He was right across from Church's Chicken. He's like, no, he's gonna he's just going to go about and buy another bottle of alcohol. So pretty much from that moment on, I decided that I wasn't going to feel sorry for all those, regardless of the reason. A couple years later, I ended up going up there, and uh, we're sitting inside my car, and I tell Pam, my girlfriend, not to. I see a hobo walking in the parking lot behind um, the pageant. mm mm-hmm. And I said, do not make eye contact with this woman. She's going to ask you for money. Mm
0: -hmm. As
1: soon as she gets out of the fucking car, she looks over at this fucking cracked out bitch. (laughs) Her eyes were bugging out of her head, dude. Her hair was like (laughs) skin tight back, pulled in a ponytail on her. She had like a midriff cut shirt on, had scars all over. Like, I I don't know if they were just like, they were like stretch marks. I don't know if it was like from pregnancy. (laughs) All the kids she had. You know she was probably fat and then smoked a lot of crack <laughs> and lost all that weight or did a lot of math. She gets it right up in our faces and her head's shifting back and forth, and she's almost like Tyrell off of uh, the, the Chappelle show. <laughs> and she's like, Yo, man, you got some money. <laughs> and I'm like, Holy shit. I like, I just grabbed paint by the head and we just fucking started booking it for the pageant. She's following all of us, asking people, you know, one after the other for money. And uh, the, the story drops off there. Um, Again, very anticlimactic. <laughs> but uh,
2: but if, you know what? If, if if you wanna if you wanna feel like you're doing your part while not doing your part, get a roll of pennies. <laughs> take take said roll of pennies out of roll, keep them in your pocket. Reach in your pocket for some change so they hear it, and then throw it over your shoulder. They'll leave you alone. They got they got. Would <laughs> be other you, for it. it. I've not tried <laughs> that. Can we? S- I've tried that. <laughs> It's you can say that. It's hilarious. We're not censored.
0: Well, people up there, like, dude, they just don't care? You remember yeah. when we went to your birthday thing at the arch? That yeah. guy, they, he, dude, this guy. The reason why he wanted money is because he showed us how to get to the what was it, the spaghetti factory, or not the. Yeah, was. Well, yeah, the spaghetti factory. Well, he
1: was showing us the easiest way to get to the
0: spaghetti factory and then to the arch. Yeah, but still, I mean people gave him money i'm like i don't got any money dude.
1: well you didn't have any money anyways yeah but. i know but i'm just saying
0: <laughs> i would have gave it to him anyway
1: i gave him like two dollars i know but but tony gave on, him man. like
0: five dollars I, I
1: know tony gave him like a five i'm like what the fuck are you doing dude uh, th- there again that's proof that the panhandler is making more fucking money he made seven dollars for
0: to show us where the spaghetti factory was. what
1: was it five minutes of work
0: not even probably
1: yeah, I don't even think it was five minutes. He was like, man, we could stay around and wait for your friend. Josh had to run back to get us in the car. And I'm like, fuck that, dude. You're going to be charging me interest on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the ass.
0: He'll find it. He's got uh, He's got GPS.
1: I personally think that a lot of these hobos, um, they just, they might, it might be drugs is the reason they don't have any motivation. But, you know, uh, you may have been uh, a war vet or you may have had some kind of lucrative job in the past. But really... It's about taking the initiative to just get off your ass and fucking find a job. uh. Even if it takes, you know, losing a little bit of pride to work at, say, McDonald's, you know, it's money. True. It's money that you didn't have. You're living on the street. You know, this is a constant income. It, it may not be anything, but if you're fucking living in the street and that's what you've known for a while, weeks, months, however long it's been, you can save up that money and get an apartment or do whatever. There's a lot of places out there. There's halfway homes. Yeah, halfway not, houses, not shelters. Not halfway homes in a, like in a, a prison, prison sense, sense but yeah. there's halfway homes and shelters and stuff to help you start to get on your feet and, you know, apply for government grant or assistance if you need it, like HUD or anything like that. And especially if you're a veteran, you're, you're kind of like at the top of the list. Yeah, And, you know, I see a lot of uh, veterans like panhandling in St. Louis, especially outside of like Cardinals games and shit. Oh, God. And I, why? Right, oh, well, well,
0: well.
2: Interesting enough. I mean, someone who takes it's it's amazing how somebody could have so much pride that they won't do something else to help themselves. They could be so proud of being, you know, especially the, the 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 veteran. Right. They have so much pride in that, but have such little shame in the fact that they're willing to exploit that just to get some money. Right. You know what I mean? It's like you know, it, we we all have friends in the military. You know. And, right. and they're proud. You know, they're proud of where they're from and what they're doing. I couldn't imagine any of those people, any of the people that we, any of us know doing that. You know what I mean? That yeah. just seems, it's, it's, it, it's oxymoronic, you know what I it mean? It is, yeah. So I'm going to be so proud to have wore this, you know, I mean, because otherwise, how, how else are you going to know that they're a vet?
0: You know? Right. You just
2: see a homeless, a homeless guy's a homeless guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, can really distinguish. They're doing to set themselves apart. And, and what they're doing is selling the name of these people and these programs that are available to them. You know, it's just it's just shitty that they would do that.
1: Yeah. And not to get on a a political rant, per se, but um, speaking in generalities here. But a lot of like, you know, people that find uh, extremists like to the left or the right. A lot of people find those people silly. I mean, I find myself I find myself making fun of some of those people at times. You know, people that are extremely to the right Republicans, Republicans. They just don't think that they should, you know, they're not really into charity, you know. They don't think that you should have to give any kind of handout to anybody or anybody that hasn't worked for anything. Whenever you have people that are on the far left and some people uh, consider some hippies very liberal in a political sense, I guess. But uh, whenever you have people like hippies on the far left advertising, hey, you know, these people need help. Well, the reason that they're, they're doing this is because they're seeing shit like runaways uh msnbc which is kids who ran away from home yeah and are going to live on the streets of like oregon and shit and they're doing panhandling and shit and getting help um i seen some chick that was living on the street that was pregnant that was getting all kinds of help from the government and shit but she just want to live on the street because that's what her boyfriend was doing yeah you know it, it's ridiculous um
0: you better just, yourself, dude, you know, if you have the opportunity, if you're yourself. having these
1: kind of problems with your parents, then, you know, get some counseling or something, you know, it's don't don't run away and get on the street. But
0: especially when you're pregnant, man, I mean, you're selfish if you're going to live on the streets when you're pregnant. Think about, you know, you know, you need think to think about of the life. That you're the, yeah, in. the life that you're, you know, you don't you're going to have this kid. And then where are you going to take this kid once you get out of the hospital? You know, what I'm saying exactly. you're going to put them up for adoption or you're going to. Try to raise them on the streets, and it's not going to happen. Right. No. Formula, trust me, I have two kids. Formula is fucking expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Even with wick, yeah. it doesn't cover all the food that a baby eats in a month.
1: Right. So. And people, we've talked about it on this show before, people put too much faith into what they see on the media. And not everything you fucking see on MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, it's not all fucking gospel. In fact, the majority of it is probably bullshit. Specifically, how I was talking about how I kind of got into an exchange with a hippie that was harbor- or for the harboring of hobos or helping hobos, or however you want to put it. Um, she her justification was that all these young kids on Oregon, well, obviously, she just gave away the fact that she's watching MSNBC's runaways. Yeah. Uh, of course, they're going to you know, do whatever's in the benefit of that show. But also, they recognize the fact that these kids have ran away from home and they're trying to. I mean, they could easily be living at home with their parents, getting all kinds of help, you know, working at a fast food place or whatever place will hire a 15 or 16 year old, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever you see shit on TV, like people like that give people that are on the left a bad name, just like, you know, people who just say, oh, they're fucking losers. They don't have an excuse, you know, on the far right. You know, they give conservatives or Republicans a bad name. hmm And a lot of... I Please realize, if you haven't already caught on by now, that everything that you fucking see in the media isn't gospel. Yeah. Everything that you see on TV isn't gospel.
0: That's, I completely agree. A lot of it's opinionated. You know, one-sided.
1: We also have a little bit of a, a f- funny, relevant, hippie thing, Uh Cato and just recently threw a Halloween party, and uh, somebody came in smelling of fucking patchouli and burning nose hairs.
2: That <laughs> is true.
1: <laughs> Fifth <laughs> Amendment. Um, I somebody as soon as it happened, somebody goes, "What the fuck is that? Get that shit out of here! Who the fuck is that?" And I was like, "Dude, it's it's patchouli." It was just, it was like wearing.
2: it was like that part off of Man, you know? Yeah. When it's like, it smells like a, a turd wrapped in burnt Sex hair. Panther. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. This is worse than the time the raccoon got the copier. You know, that. that's literally what it was. You know, it was, uh, I still haven't got that stink out of the basement.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really? It is really. And
2: I'm trying to stuff. cover it up with, you know, copious amounts of booze and vomit. <laughs> I can't Cigarette get it.
1: smoke, booze, yeah. vomit, probably piss down a, a storm drain a dream. or something. Yeah.
2: Same with <laughs> Burrell O'Way, Joss H. Wilshaw, and Tom Selleck.
1: <laughs> We're on this uh, video chat right now. We had uh, a telebastard user in with us, and uh, we thought that was fitting and appropriate. And we uh, we talked about it earlier. We're going to actually kind of try and jazz things up, do something a little bit different. We're going to take our pants off. We are going to take our pants off. And first, of all finally, new podcast guys. Speaking to of Bush. <laughs> We're going to actually also talk about other things that you see on TV. Um, first off, we have to fucking talk about the shake weight. What oh my the God. fuck is that? The first time I thought that, I thought that was somebody jacking off a robot. <laughs> Literally.
0: I think the creator of that was a woman. And she's like, man, I'm
1: getting muscles from jerking off my
0: husband or something. Like, how do you come up with that idea?
2: How did you come up with that voice just now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's dead What on. was the
0: inspiration for that? Bullseye hit the nail on the head. I don't know. <laughs>
1: No, they actually have a shake weight for women, though. Also, specifically just for women. Yeah, it's white with like pink ends (laughs) on it. So you
2: know, you know, it works
1: better. Yes. Now,
2: you know, here's here's the thing about that. Here's the thing about shake weight because I I may have taken one out of the package at Walmart the other day and tried it.
1: (laughs) I did. He was doing his homework.
2: I was doing my homework actually. Yeah. Anyway, it, it. you do it for a minute, and you, you look ridiculous while you're doing it, but it doesn't make you feel like you're working out at all. I mean, it, you, you watch them do it on TV, and you're like, oh, you know, well, I guess I could see where, even as silly as it looks, it's some sort of exercise. I think I don't even think it's that. I think it's just something ridiculous to get people to do. I think it's this big joke. The first <laughs> and time they're making the, money off of it. The first time yeah. I saw the commercial, I, actually, funny enough, I saw it on FunnyOrDie.com. I thought it was a joke. I didn't realize that it was real yet.
1: That was like it was it an advertisement before yeah. a video. Yeah. And
2: I thought I thought that was the video. I thought that so was
1: So you're already laughing. Yeah, confused. I was like, That's
2: funny. It's a, it's a it's a jack off thing. And then turns out, hey, you know, that's real. And people are like, I gotta get one of those. That's <laughs> uh that's something. But yeah, there's no I, I can't see I mean, obviously I'm in pretty good shape myself. <laughs> I don't need a I don't need a jack off shake weight. But what I'm saying
1: is <laughs> we are seasoned jack Yeah,
2: you know. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't see where it's gonna do anything for anybody.
1: No, and what I love about the advertisements is, is they get these people that just like, if they shit, they look ripped. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like the smallest like things to exert injury. In- Energy. It shows off their physiques. Yeah. So they purposely get these people to sit there and
2: oh look at all these. It works your core. Yeah. It works all
1: the major muscles. I think that's the problem though. It's it's all it
2: does. There's so much false advertising in it because it's like you know these people spend. Five hours a day with a personal trainer to look the way that they do. Right? Not they didn't get that way from the shake weight or the Norda track or some fucking pull up machine sponsored by some P90 UFC X. dude. You know, right? I mean, it didn't come from shit like that. I mean, they they really put the work in to do that.
1: It was a full time job for them to right. get those. The right. Scam left. alert. Yep, exactly. Uh, speaking of another scam, the ShamWow—that is a fucking scam and a
0: half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom's got one and is the most thing.
1: Where does all the moisture go? The Germans made it, so you know it's good.
0: Hey, hey didn't the guy that like did the infomercial for that, didn't he get called with a prostitute or something? Yeah, oh, big time. He got beat up by a prostitute.
1: Really?
2: Really. Yeah, he got, he got fucking black-eyed by a prostitute. Made actually.
1: in Germany. You know the Germans always make good stuff.
2: <laughs> i wouldn't say that's a real dream you want to keep warm when
1: you're feeling chilled but you don't want to raise your heating bill well. blankets are okay but they
0: can slip and slide and when you need to reach for something your hands are trapped inside now there's the snuggie <laughs> the blanket that has sleeves you know oh, we gotta you talk
1: totally about snuggie
2: oh my god to- i'm gonna go ahead and just lay this out there if you're my friend and you can hear this and you want a snuggie? Congratulations, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> you're the laziest piece of shit I've ever met.
1: That was the determining factor right there. <laughs>
2: I mean, seriously,
1: like how fucking you know what it is? It's a robe.
0: Yeah, that's what you're it's exactly. What Put it on is, a fucking robe.
1: It opens in the back instead of the front. That oh. seems much less convenient to me.
2: <laughs> well, you know that means you can't do it by yourself. Putting on a snuggie is a two man job.
1: Putting on a snuggie is the romantic robe. Uh, the also,
2: you know, if you think about it, you put it on, you put it on from the back, and oh, you know what I'm to saying? Buy yeah, yeah. Yeah, get a little back Maybe yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a little late he's night knocking visit. on the back
0: door. A little late, late <laughs> night I trap door in? visit.
2: But when you think about it, man, these people are fucking stupid, and crazy for buying these snuggies to begin with. You know, they also put straight jackets on from behind.
1: Yes, I yes. mean, <laughs> think about the correlation there. Stupid versus crazy. Speaking of uh, the Snuggie, which is obviously a fucking scam. Um, There's comparable items that have been out uh, way before any of us were born. Hundreds of years. Like a fucking bathrobe. (laughs) Um, One Christmas, I get a fine present called the Magic Wallet. You guys ever see the, the mm-hmm. commercials for the magic wallet? One time I that? dated a girl with who a magic wallet. Had a magic wallet. Really? Yeah. So you've seen how shitty these things are. Oh, yeah. They they literally are cardboard with like <laughs> black around what? the outside of them. But I got a magic wallet for Christmas, a piece of shit present. Um, basically, the selling point of the magic wallet was that you're supposed to be able to throw anything inside of it. Close the wallet, open it back up, and your items are securely organized inside of the magic wallet. And all it was, it was like whenever you do the little rubber band trick on your hand, Mm -hmm. you had to do it a specific way.
0: To get it to work, right.
1: And you could only put in dollar bills. They advertised it as like putting credit cards. It had to be something that was like flimsy that gave. The only thing that it worked on was fucking
0: dollar bills. What a ripoff.
1: Who keeps money in their wallet? Yeah,
2: I only keep, you know, rolls of pennies for when it's hobos. That's it. <laughs> for for yeah. throwing them out to
1: the hobos. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, also, a scam on workout equipment, the fucking exercise. Has anybody seen that? Oh, the God. Exercise. I don't know if that's exactly what it's called, but that's probably what it's called. Um, it's basically, get rid- get rid of your turkey gizzard. is to get rid of your turkey. <laughs> gizzard. <laughs> Realize if you fucking if you use one of these things, what your fucking neck is going to look like afterwards.
0: Yeah, it'll look it'll look like uh, twenty times worse. Probably you're
1: going to look like fucking Brock Lesnar. <laughs> is what you're going to look like, no neck at all. Yeah, you can't talk about it was a metaphor made for TV items without thinking about uh, old Billy. We're going to miss Billy, you, Billy Mays. Yeah, recently mm-hmm. died. Yep. Uh, it was it was a rumor that he died from a cocaine overdose.
0: No, that was the report. The well, official report. I,
1: I knew that he loved the white stuff.
0: <laughs> well, obviously, that's that's why he was the way he was. That's why he got into the infomercial. <laughs> business. You thought that? Hi, Billy Mays The
1: whole time that he was selling OxyClean, those was that was a storage device. It's actually called cocaine.
0: it's actually OxyCane. They just had to change the name to censor it.
1: Yes. <laughs> now that everybody knows this out there, they're probably going to fucking start lining up.
0: Did you hear what Fox News tried to did, do to cover? It being a cocaine overdose. What they said that when he boarded the airliner the night before, that a suitcase fell on his head and caused him to have hemorrhaging in his brain, and that was completely not the case at all. Ended up being a cocaine overdose, and they were trying to like mask it up by saying that a suitcase fell on his head. Well, you got no. That's not Fox News. I thought it was Fox. Really. Yeah, they sell lies. Oh, Fox God. News
1: propaganda. No, <laughs> he was a very respectable member of the uh, infomercial community. I'll tell you what the finest television on cable network is. Our television show on cable network is, and that's
0: the Glenn Beck Show. I love it. You know he's a Mormon. Really? Why would you disgrace
2: Mormonism like that? By even letting, <laughs> yeah. that, letting that
0: out? I'm just saying Glenn really Beck's is. a Mormon. I swear to God, look it up, Google it.
1: Huh? Wow. I, well, I never really gave a shit enough about him to look up anything well, about him let's just look at this guy but, uh, I mean,
0: he's on fox news he's a tea party member and he's a mormon <laughs> you can i can just see him in one of those commercials now hi i'm glenn beck i love the tea party i work for fox news and i am a mormon <laughs> have you seen those commercials does he really say that in the commercial no i'm just saying have oh. you not seen the mormon commercials on tv
1: oh yeah that's right yeah, yeah that's yeah.
0: the reference i was making okay. why am i not yeah. funny Nobody thinks I'm funny. <laughs> Your references are weak. Oh,
1: see, kato has been bottling it up this oh, whole time, shit, Dad, and Spider-Man just came.
2: I love it when you come, Spider-Man.
1: It's sticky, just like his special web. There you go.
2: Anything, thinks- anything else fucked up on TV? Or are we gonna wrap it up? Oh, We're just- uh, well, if we hey, Hold talk on, about hold about things on, no, that hold are on. fucked up on TV, Glenn Beck is
1: fat. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck Glenn Beck. Period. <laughs> Fuck Glenn Beck. Uh, Glenn Beck actually that reminded me. I was going to say something about Glenn Beck mm-hmm. uh, that we haven't discussed on the show. Is his whole I have a dream illusion oh whenever God. he had his little rally in Washington, D.C. Was that not one of the sickest things that you've ever seen? I don't, if, if, I guess it's just me. I feel like I'm, I'm a fucking old man in spirit because you gotta look like an old man. Right I do look now. like an old man right now from Dress to Work. <laughs> the spirit of things like, um, I have a dream speech. What he was doing is entirely like what Glenn Beck is doing is entirely not what the, what the spirit of that was about. It was about actually bringing people together. Whenever Glenn Beck's just trying to broaden the gap between, yeah. I th- not just political parties, but I think races. And we can go back to the the hippie talk. Of, you know, modern day people that claim themselves to be hippies are nothing. What the spirit was? It was a counterculture back the late 60s and 70s you know it was yeah. to rebel against things that were happening you know like the vietnam war and the nixon administration it it's not everything that it is today is not what it used to be you know it's not the same spirit of things and uh it's kind of sad you know i think we yeah. we we accept it though also yeah.
2: Well, I mean, you gotta think about it. I mean,
1: even if you don't promote it or you're not a part of it, you're all right with it because that's what it is today. Even
2: then, I mean, the hippie movement got out of hand then just simply because you had these people that had some really great talking points and had something to say and they believed in something and they were they lived their lives accordingly, you know. And then and then and then somehow it became about not taking a shower and fucking everything that moves and being you know being laying on the patchouli. Yeah,
1: and you know like. Being completely baited, tripping I, I, I on feel, acid. I feel the bad time. for
2: these revolutionaries, you know, from from 30, 40, 50 years ago, that really had something to say. And unfortunately, these these sheepish people needed something so superficial to uh, for them to go along with them. And and the sad thing is, is all this time later, that's all people see in it. They don't see someone trying to make a difference or trying to change something for the better. They just see someone, you know, trying to be a hippie, trying to say, trying to be so liberal it's sick. Yeah, you know, extremists on either side. Neither one of them can be right, mm-hmm. you know, because ones, ones, the, they're both there simply to oppose the other. Yeah, if you and you they, they it, just if you get rid of extremism. They every, cancel each other out. Everything is, you know, Bill Maher said it uh just the other day on uh, Real Time about how if you've got if you got the left and the right, and the right keeps getting more extreme to the right, and then they say they want the left to meet in the middle. The middle is constantly going closer to the right because right. It's, it's it's a It's a a shifting parallel, Mm -hmm. you know, and the same thing happens on the on the side with hippies, because, you know, what we what we come to understand hippies as hippies. Isn't just like you said, it's not not in the spirit of what it actually is. I mean, these people that that wanted to do this were revolutionaries, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, in the same way that in the same thing happened with Martin Luther King. I mean, he was he was a really intelligent guy who had something to say, who wanted just simply better things for the people that he had things in common with, you know? And some people got that, and some people understood that, and some people made their protest. But then these other people are like, well, let's just root and pillage the fuck out of everything, you know? Like, mm. And those people completely miss the point. And those people are what ruin it for everybody else, you know? So, I mean, it's kind of, un- it's kind of unfair, you know, to, to those hippies, to these hippies. And the, the, the fucked up thing is there's a big lesson to learn, and nobody gets it. I
1: know? would like to take one of the founding fathers and just bring him today <laughs> and sit him in the middle of everything that's going on. I mean, obviously, the obvious things that would just, you know, turn their world upside down, you know, advancements in technology and everything, you know, Fox News. how we dress, everything. But like Our culture did, and media. The joke that Gato just made, Fox News. I mean, if, if they sat and saw where are the political spectrums went now. Oh, God. I think that where we are now is just entirely different, you know. It's, uh, a it's okay for opposite. us to go and liberate a country. Now, whenever we were running away from that type of thing Mm -hmm. in the past, we're doing the exact same thing that the Romans did whenever they tried to expand their empire and the Persians and uh, Great Britain whenever they were the leading power in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, we're doing the exact same thing that this country was found against. Yep. Yep. But somehow uh, we did end up on a political talk once again. (laughs) So... We will see you guys next
2: podcast. I want to thank you guys for letting me be on here. And can I say I, I I want to I want to end by saying one thing. Go right ahead. Viva Labortion.
0: Hey, this is Josh from ATI Podcast. For show updates and news about the podcast, follow us on social media. You can follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash ATI Podcast22, on Twitter at podcast underscore ATI, on Instagram at the ATI Podcast on TikTok at ATI Podcast. DMs are always welcome. Have a question for the show? You can always email us at atipodcastquestions at gmail.com. Stay safe out there.